Welcome to Reach, your platform to connect with other executive assistants and acquire game-changing knowledge and perspective. Reach is designed to inspire your workday, guide you through pivotal moments in your career, and transform you into the executive assistant you've always wanted to be. Hi, it's Jessica. Before we get started, I want to take a quick moment to thank all of you, our community of devoted listeners. If you're enjoying our program, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find us. And if you'd like to be a part of our growing community, send us an email to reach at mavenrec.com so we can keep you in the loop on all things events related, updates, and more. If you have any recommendations, comments, or guest referral ideas, we'd love to hear from you as well. Thank you for joining us for the second half of our conversation with Ann Parker, wellness coach and counselor at Miraval Wellness Resorts and Spa. If you haven't already listened to part one, I encourage you to hit pause and listen to the first half of our conversation. And for those of you who have already listened to part one, welcome back. So for many of us, our notion of workplace is in this evolving state, right? With our current focus on working from home, um, that's become a, a, a big um, reality for many people in this, you know, um, COVID, COVID environment. So depending on what your home life is like, working from home could either alleviate stress or, you know, it could also be adding to your stress level, um, depending upon what, what your home, the conditions of your home are. So what information or observations or studies have you come across um, that you can share about stress trends and how working from home is, is kind of impacting that? And also, you know, does working from home change how we need to think about workplace stress management at all? Well, I think it changes it a lot, absolutely, because when we don't have the luxury of physically going to a different place, it makes some of these rituals and boundaries a little harder to make sure that we have. And particularly given family situations where kids are also schooling at home while parents are working at home, right. it does become you know, quite the challenge. I think there are a few things that we can do, though, and the biggest one is about setting those boundaries. You know, have a place that you do your work that is different from what where you do anything else. And if you're a person that, because of your situation, say you need to have your laptop on the dining room table, have your laptop on the dining room table while you're working and then remove the laptop from the dining room table mm -hmm. when it's time to have dinner. I mean, those physical kinds of things um, really do make a difference to help us sort of segment what's work time and what's not work time. And I think one of the dangers that, of course, many of us fall into working from home is that there's no boundary. There's no time off. We're on work time all the time. Mm -hmm. And so having designated space or designated uh, times is very important. I'm also a big advocate, again, of the physicality. Um, I know this might sound funny, but don't work in your pajamas. You know, when you're working, put on at least some kind of clothes that might be 
appropriate for work. Mm -hmm. And that then gives the mind and body a message that this is work time. And then when it's not work time, go to your PJs. (laughs) Um, You know, I tell the story, and this isn't specific to working at home, but I tell the story of an executive that I worked with at one point who was finding it very difficult to separate from work when he went home. And um, we were working on various strategies to help him do that. And one of the things that I realized was that when he was in the workplace, he was always wearing a shirt that had the company logo on it. And so one of the things I suggested was change your shirt before you go home. Mm. And just that physical act of taking the company logo off of his chest Mm -hmm. (laughs) before he went home made a very interesting psychological shift. Oh, I'm not at work anymore. And so when we're working from home, I think we need to use those same kind of strategies to help ourselves make the separation. It may sound silly that changing your shirt makes that big of a difference, but psychologically, it really does. And energetically, it really does make a difference. Yeah. No, I think that's very very metaphoric. And, um, you know, you're physically donning a persona. And sometimes it's time to remove that persona or, or allow yourself to separate temporarily from that persona. That's absolutely correct. And I think one of the things that's happening now that's so difficult for people if they're not aware of that persona shift is, you know, they're being mom and they're being housekeeper and they're being executive assistant and they're being wife all meshed in together. Yeah. And um, whereas all of us, of course, play all those different roles and have those different personas, Part of, again, the mindfulness approach would be to enter those personas intentionally yeah. and then leave them intentionally. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not always as easy as I'm making it sound, of course, but I think the more intention that we can put into that, the better then we manage whatever it is we have to manage. Yeah. I mean, and it's one thing for an adult to be able to hold a boundary, but I think it's another thing for a young child to be able to hold that boundary. And I, I think about my own children, you know, Zoom Zoom bombing me throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there I am in my designated workspace, which is, you know, designated. <laughs> but there's not always the same... Um, respect for for those boundaries and it's and it is a challenge you know and and those things do become blurred and um i guess that goes back to you know some of the other things that you that you shared earlier on about bff and breathe and feel your feet and accept that you know we're all just we're just we're dealing we're doing the best that we can with the situation at hand you mm-hmm. know well and i and you know i'm loving actually on social media you know the all the outtakes, if you will, of kids Zoom bombing, you know, meetings and such, because it is part of the deal. I mean, when you have kids at home and you're working at home, it's going to happen. And so instead of making it a point of constant conflict, again, use some humor, use some laughter, use some curiosity and um, let yourself incorporate those moments into, you know, what's going on rather than staying in that resistance mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think something very interesting has happened, too, with all of this around kind of the, the, the blending of our personas, our personal and our business personas, and just kind of um, 
an acceptance around that. I feel like before all of this, it was it was much more of a stigma to to have those things, those those identities kind of converge. And I feel like there's been a little bit of an easing around that where it's it's just it's it's a necessity now. And I know for myself, I I, I don't feel the same like um uh, adamant need to kind of keep those things separate. It's like it's just they 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 do coexist, and I think it's just sort of you know embracing that and and allowing for that to happen versus resisting. <laughs> Another word that we've <laughs> that we've talked a lot about. So I think that's really yeah. true because ultimately it's the resistance that yeah. exhausts us. Yeah, yeah. So as an executive assistant or as an executive assistant who's, you know, maybe listening on behalf of his or her executive, uh, I'm curious to know if Miraval has specific programs to help executives or individuals address the specific challenges of their roles. And, you know, if, if they do have a specific offering, you know, how might you recommend an EA approach an executive to have that conversation and say, you know, I think you'd really benefit from something like a Miraval experience? Well, I think, you know, what's interesting about your question is that Miraval is known as a spa, and of course it is a spa, but it is so much more than that. And you certainly gave some examples of that when you were talking about your experience earlier. Miraval is really a place where we encourage people to connect with their own uniqueness and be able to reconnect with what's most important to them. And so I think one of the things that could be helpful in talking to someone about the benefits of a Miraval experience would be to not just talk about it in terms of you're stressed out, you need to relax – but it's a time to reevaluate. It's a time to reconnect. It's a time to discern what's truly important and kind of separate from some of that urgency or what I call faux urgency mm-hmm. that we get wrapped up in. And so in many cases, it might be, and of course it depends on the person, but it might be more amenable to talk about it in terms of things like meaning, connection, grounding, as opposed to things like stress management, because that's such a term that gets thrown around, or you need to relax. Well, you know, relaxation is nice, but we don't live in a state of relaxation. And so what we need to learn to do is to be able to use these skills while we're engaged in our lives. And that's really what Miraval offers. So I think um, talking about it in those more broad terms can really be helpful. I think it's also important to mention that uh, Miraval, over its 25-year history, has found that we have developed a niche that is very comfortable for men. And I bring that up specifically Mm. because, you know, spas typically have a reputation of being more comfortable for women. Mm -hmm. But I think what has happened in our uh, evolution is that we've been able to reach a population of men that would never think about going to a spa to relax. Right. But they will definitely come to Miraval when it's about grounding and meaning 
and sort of reordering your priorities in yeah. life. Yeah. Well, like, you know, we talked about in, in the intro, it, to me, Miraval really represents a place to explore you. And I, I mean, I absolutely had one of those quote unquote aha moments. And I very clearly, you know, um, I can very clearly identify what it was, and it and it happened during the course of my of my time there, and it wasn't just for myself. I mean, there were other people on that on that trip that I mentioned that really, you know, there were a number of, of cathartic experiences that that happened, and, and I think that what the the resort does so well is just really facilitating the um, the space and and the tranquility and the calm. They do such a good job of facilitating all of the kind of conditions that you need to be able to unplug enough and and really journey inward. And I, I just I can't I can't speak highly enough about what a transformative place um, place it is. And it, and it's and it's everything, right? It's 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 the visual beauty of being in the desert and you know being surrounded by the saguaros and the ocotillo and all of this kind of stuff. It's it's the foods that you're allowed to consume and 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 all of the you know healthy best practices, but it, it's it's all of it combined together. It's it's the incredible um, you know, facilitators and 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 healers and therapists and and um, and counselors that work with you. Like it's just it's this totally immersive experience. And you know it's funny because um, we had this experience. It was uh, kind of unexpected. It was it was um, a little bit of a serendipity. But we were having dinner, and um, Richard Noel, who um, teaches the Harmonic Beats program. Mm-hmm which is one of the, the classes that's offered at the spa, he was wrapping up a session and a couple of my employees and myself kind of saw, you know, or heard some of the aftermath of the session. And, and you know, it, we were curious and, and kind of wandered into this room and asked him what it was all about. And um, he he was winding down, but he uh, basically said, well, you know, if, if, if you guys are interested, I can you know, I can I can do a spontaneous course for you. So we ended up having this like incredible evening, um, you know, spontaneous um, session with Richard. And, and everything about him is you know about embracing and finding your inner voice and kind of like um, you know what is the rhythm of of, of you and, and kind of identifying you know what what is your own internal rhythm and, and what what drum do you beat to and just finding your voice and and just really letting go it's he uses music and he uses sound and lights and all of these kinds of things and I remember very clearly um, him saying to me that that I had a perspective or a voice that needed to be heard and that needed to be shared. And I remember in the moment, it just, it, it gave me chills because it was about a month before we were going to start this podcast series. And I thought to myself, this is really uncanny that he's telling me this. And I'm, and I'm literally in the process of, you know, creating a program to share with, with our community. So it was just, it was just one of those really like crazy full circle moments. So well, I'm so glad to hear you talk about Mir- your Miraval experience the way you are, because this is another thing that Miraval has been very committed to since its inception, is that we don't have prepackaged programs um, like so many executive retreats right. and that kind of thing that people go to. Our mission has always been to 
individualize people's experience. Yes. And so we have experience planners that can work with people up front uh, before they come. We have um, experience planners on grounds who help people once they get there, because often what happens is they have an experience and what they plan doesn't seem to fit anymore and they exactly. want to go another direction. Exactly. And so, yeah, we are set up to support that kind of experience. And that's another thing that I think makes Miraval very unique, but it's another selling point, if you will, if you're trying to um, encourage someone to take advantage Absolute. of what we offer. I, I couldn't agree with you more having experienced that. You guys are so good at that, about really just, you know, supporting um, the, the direction that you're feeling and, and the fact that Richard and, and the other um, staff member who, who, you know, rallied that evening to basically pull together this entire workshop for us, um, you know, spontaneously. I mean, it, it just shows the commitment of, 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 your, of your resort and your staff in really, um, you know, truly being there for people's journeys. So I couldn't, I couldn't say enough nice things. Um, for those who are feeling like they could really use some enlightenment or rejuvenation, especially after, you know, the challenges of sheltering in place and all the stuff that we as a society and as a, as a people have gone through over this last year, you know, can you speak to how the resort is welcoming guests back right now? And you kind of, you know, are there any new or specialized programs being offered or just, you know, how, how is the resort um, – you know, supporting people and, and, and keeping everyone safe and, and, you know, welcoming people back right now. Well, we reopened in mid-August after being uh, shut down for about four and a half months. And so we, of course, are following all CDC guidelines for masking and social distancing um, and cleanliness and all of those kinds of things. And if anybody's interested in all of those protocols, it's all on our website and you can certainly see um, what we're doing. We've been very transparent about how that is all happening. Um, what we're hearing from the guests who have been coming is that they do feel very safe and they do feel very protected by the protocols that are in place. Um, we've done a lot of shifts to our activities in terms of smaller groups, um, making sure that we can do distancing, putting things outdoors when we can, um, in addition, things that might normally be indoors, putting them outdoors when sure. we can. We have lots of outdoor activities, of course, in general anyway. Um, what we're finding is, and, and frankly, I've been a surprised how many people are taking advantage of being at Miraval right now. Yeah. I think what's happening is that, you know, people are just needing to get out and needing to experience something different, and they want to do it in a place that is also safe. And so Miraval is certainly a good choice for that. What we're doing in terms of programming, and I'm finding this actually quite interesting, being a person there who teaches classes and facilitates groups as well as doing individual consultations, what we're finding is that people are really craving the social interaction, and they are booking themselves into more of the group activities and less of the one-on-one -on -one activities. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. And so we're making adjustments to make sure that we have – since the classes are smaller, we have more of them. 
um, you know, the hike that uh, would normally be in the morning with 30 people. Now we take two hikes with 15 people each, you know, that kind of thing. So um, we've really adapted the schedule to match what people are looking for. And it's been very, um, I'm not sure what the word is, gratifying, I Mm. guess, to watch our guests engage in a way that is rejuvenating them and is replenishing them. And I think at this point, replenishment is really the key because, you know, we all feel so drained by what's been happening in the last six to eight months. Yeah. Which is... Kind of the perfect segue, Anne, for my my last question. Um, so our, our listeners know that we always ask a, a final question around, you know, if they could support anyone in the world, who would it be? But in in your case, we're gonna do a little a little spin on our usual question, and I'm gonna ask you, in your opinion, who in the public eye would most benefit from the Miraval experience right now, and why? <laughs> well, that's quite a question. It is. <laughs> and there are many people I can oh think of, of course. Yeah. But I have to say, um, the first person that comes to mind is Kamala Harris. And I bring her up because I think at least her public persona, she seems to be in sync with a lot of the things that we've been talking about and certainly that Miraval provides. But I bring her up because I think she has entered and will be entering such a unique role in public life and is going to be under a level of scrutiny that is pretty unprecedented. Mm -hmm. And I think of somebody in that role um, with the background and the expectations that people are attaching to her and boy, if anybody needs to feel grounded and if anybody needs to be able to stay connected to what's truly important, um, it's Kamala Harris. And so she's really the first person that came to mind when you asked that question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the level of intensity and the level of public scrutiny that um, she is going to be, is already, but will continue to be uh, put under, I think is going to be enormous. And yeah. so whatever support she can create for herself to make sure that she stays true to herself, right. I think is going to be really key. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who have joined us for this conversation today and are feeling like you or your organization or your executive could benefit from an experience at Miraval, uh, Miraval has generously offered to give our listeners an exclusive offer of a $225 nightly resort credit that can be used at any of the Miraval properties and can be used toward any of the fee-based workshops they offer, the fee-based classes, or even private sessions with life-affirming specialists like Anne, as well as spa treatments. To take advantage of this exclusive promotion, you can go to our website, www.mavenrec.com, backslash Miraval and book now with the code MAVEN2021. And I cannot thank you enough for meeting me and, and joining me here. I'm so excited to be back in Tucson. I haven't been here since, uh, since our, uh, our Miraval experience. So it's a, just an absolute pleasure 
to meet you and to experience um, the depth of your wisdom and, and expertise. So thank you again for joining me in, in this conversation. I really appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. I'm so glad that you asked me, and it's been delightful to spend some time with you and your listeners. Thanks, Anne. REACH is brought to you by Maven Recruiting Group, who specializes in placing executive assistants and support staff to the Bay Area's most prominent executives and companies. If you've enjoyed being part of our podcast community and are interested in becoming part of our candidate community, we're currently hiring for roles in San Francisco, Silicon Valley, and Los Angeles. You can visit us at www.mavenrec.com to see some of the roles we're currently working on and to submit your resume.